Doctrine and Devotion is sponsored by Selfwire. Selfwire is a podcast and YouTube channel where Dr. Paul Maxwell engages modern intellectual issues from a Christian perspective in the style of the intellectual dark web. For more information, visit selfwire.org. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Saturday. Ooh, I love Saturdays. Saturday's a good day. Actually, this this whole weekend's great. Why is that? My kids are gone. Oh, that, did your, uh, dad take them? No, my Ooh. brother did. Ooh, dear Tay? Dear Tay. Dear yeah. Tay, he does everything. He, I was shocked. He can do, he's a good uncle. All of a You've always just, said that about him. He's yeah, a really yeah, good yeah. uncle. Yeah, really good uncle. All of a sudden, they're like texting us. Uh, they mentioned it like two weeks ago, and we thought, oh, they're just playing around. And then uh, this week, they text a few times like, hey, the kid's coming over. You guys have a weekend? Man, they like they they got their own family. And uh, they're yeah. like, they're like, hey, man, the, yeah, so they, throw, they, your, throw your three monsters into oh the mix. Oh, my goodness, I know. So I was like, <laughs> get out, kids, get out. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know... Kids are gone. Yep. Makes so, it kind of nice, just you and your wife. Yeah, so last night we went uh, we went poker night. Yeah, at the cigar shop. Yep, it was fun. Uh, we learned how to play Omaha, and uh, I lost fairly uh, early, and, and your, I was and your, and your wife? She got second place. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, hey, baby, you want to take me out for, I don't know, like, go out for a drink or something? She's like, nah. Consolation prize? Yeah, no, no. She uh, She's already spent that money yeah, in, yeah. in her head. She's like, oh, I'm buying this. I'm like... Hey, you know what? You know what? Maybe she ought to buy. What's that? A little bit of flexibility. All right. Because when I was talking to you two today (laughs) on the, uh, what is it on the the FaceTime? On the FaceTime. On the FaceTime. I was FaceTiming and uh, I'm like, Jimmy, where you at? And you're like, I'm sitting here with my wife. And then she starts giving me like static. She said something like, "Well, she was kind of responding to your static." No, no, I was giving. It, I was just saying like, "Let's get going. We got stuff to do, man. We got to record." Yeah, yeah. And then she said, "The kids are gone. You're lucky. I'm even letting him hang out with you." Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. She might have said. She, that, uh, I think that was the phrase she yeah, used. Yeah, that's a little. That was. Yeah, she yeah, needs yeah. to check herself, man. Oh, that's before not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now. now isn't she, she supposed to submit to me as, oh. as a woman? Isn't that what complementarian teaches? Uh, complementarianism? No. no, 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 no. Submit to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, to you. Yeah, but that's to all men. No, no, no. Oh, no, see, that's the bad kind of complementarianism. That's the really bad kind. <laughs> that's the abusive no, kind. <laughs> no, no, no. But you know, she respectfully disagreed with you at least. Oh, you know? really? Yeah. She okay. said, "She goes, I, you know, I respectfully disagree with you, Joe." Oh, she, she say that? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, she. Uh, we're excited. We're happy. We're just. Uh, Gonna relax today. Gonna go out tonight, uh, another date, and uh, yeah, hang out with the McCoys. Cool. Do a little escape room. I hear. Gonna go to the escape room. Nice. Uh, Have you been to that one? No, no right. I've never done. I've oh, never fun. done escape room. Oh, you're never getting out. Well, well, because Steve, you'll get out because Steve's so in there. I, I made sure to do the beginner one, and you know, Steve's like, "Well, why?" I'm like, "I'm thinking because I'm the I'm gonna be the slow one here." And I go finally, I was like, "Uh, so the ladies can keep up." Yeah. <laughs> and he just goes, "Ha ha ha!" It's because of you. I'm like, "Okay, yeah." It's because of me. So you doing the beginners one? Yeah, it's 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 still oh my it's like medium difficulty. It's gonna they're gonna give you like five keys in one lock, and that's the that's the whole thing. <laughs> Which key so, fits? I'd be so disappointed. <laughs> Jeez, you know I don't know. I just didn't want to sit there and like you know be frustrated. I guess that's the point of it, isn't it? No, nah, man. The fun thing is, is put all the pressure on Steve and yell at him that he's doing it wrong. Just like, you know. You know what? I should like, I should yeah. Instagram live it. Oh, yeah. Just sit there. Go, Steve. Go. 
Come on, Steve. Why? Steve's smart, man. He can figure that stuff out. I know. He, dang it. Maybe I shouldn't have done the beginner what. Yeah. I would still put it all on Steve. I'm still going to. Cool. And by beginner, I mean, you know, you make it. Yeah, it's still beginner. Never mind. Yeah. It actually you're a says grown beginner. man it and you're a dad. Like, yeah. you know, you're a smart yeah. guy. You run the company. We're doing, like, the, we're doing gold heist. Trying to raid the saloon. Okay. All right. That's what we're going to do. There's too today. much fantasy in this for me. I, I'm not down. You would. Your fantasy. You're, like, gold. Come on, man. What other? Okay, the other ones are. Oh, I know which. I know which one you do. What? You'll do the Bigfoot one. They have a Bigfoot one. They have a Bigfoot one. Eh, You know, but that's not fantasy. That's reality. That's (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Like that's a that's a thing. (laughs) What do you do? Uh, You know what? You've got a big night tonight. Oh yeah, it's my mom's birthday. Yeah, she's like 110 now. No, stop it. I don't know what she's not. Uh, yeah, mom's birthday. Mm. Uh, my sister and brother-in-law coming over, and we'll have some uh, dinner and. Presents and yeah, it'll be good. Okay. Yeah, it'll be a good time. So today, it's Monday. Monday. When this releases. And so we're going to talk about the 1689. And, uh, you know, we really look forward to the, um, what do you call it? We look forward to the, to the study, the, the Monday episodes because yep. we get to go through the, the you know, a, a few paragraphs, sometimes just one paragraph of, uh, of the 1689. And it's fun for us because it's a, it's something that we, you know, we we read, we value, we we believe in. We talk about it among the elders. We walk the elders yeah. through it. But we like doing it, not because we have all the answers, but because we love that we get to encourage people to read something like the confession slowly, carefully, thoughtfully, prayerfully. Like that, that is like exciting for us because we really do believe it's a great instrument created by men. Yeah. It's a great utilizing the word of God, right? Utilize, yeah. Utilizes the word of God that um, that can do more for your spiritual life than you think, right? It really it it it, it can it will if you if you embrace confessional devotion, um, it will strengthen your theology. It will it will bolster your faith, um, especially it'll, as you're. It'll guard your heart, guard your mind. Yeah, I mean, it, it is it is really good. So today, Jimmy, um, what are we talking about? Today we're going to be uh, 1689. We're going to start chapter nine on the free, a free will. Are you, are you playing Rush? What? Are you playing Rush? We're talking about free will. <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh, doing? <laughs> free will by Rush, come on. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. Yeah, man, We're going to be looking good. at uh, chapter, or not, uh, chapter nine, paragraphs one through three. I can turn it off. I can still hear it. Yeah, I, 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 I lost. Uh, I don't know where it went. Are you kidding me? You don't know no, how to turn it off? I, I, slept, well, I lost my just pad. hit the silent button. There you go. There you go. How's that? Oh, wow. All I can't right. So we're, in, so we're in the 1689, chapter nine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're in paragraph. We're going to do uh, at least the first three paragraphs. Yeah, because I just said that. I just said we're going to do one, I was two, trying three. to figure out Rush and what went wrong with my, <laughs> my YouTube. So why, why would I? You don't have the song on iTunes? I just I just Googled it real quick. I have oh. I have Apple Music, so I have everything. Yeah, that's yeah. what I say. That's why. I, I didn't all use right, that. so we're gonna be. Uh, I'll start at par- paragraph one. All right, we're going to just go paragraph by paragraph. Just go paragraph we'll just read paragraph. The, okay, yeah. I'll read paragraph one. God has endued the will you. of man with that natural liberty and power of acting upon choice that is neither forced nor by any necessity of nature determined to do good or evil. Look good at job. that. Man. Good job. Good job, man. We're free. Yeah, we're not. Uh, we're not robots. No. Now I know, I know that there are, uh, you know, pseudo experts on Calvinism who falsely claim to have been reformed uh, that will say otherwise. Uh, that our theology teaches something different, but in all of reformed literature, 
that dives deep into the issue of human will. Um, it is very clear that we are free agents, that we do what we want to do without being coerced yeah. uh, to do them. And so when it says that God has uh, given all of us a will uh, with the natural liberty and power of acting upon choice, mm -hmm. it means that um, we are determining for ourselves the course of action yes. that we're going to take. Yeah. And there's a distinction there too, right? There's a distinction then between, if you're looking at, at Genesis, between humanity and all other creation. Right. 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 In that we have this, this ability. We've been, uh, uh, we've been given this, as I said, what did it say? Natural liberty. And I, that's, that's one of the things that sets us apart along with, you know, bearing the image of God. Right. And beards. 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 Yeah. Beards. Is beards. that, is that what the 69 is? That's one of the things that sets us apart. Is it inferred? Is it inferred in here that we have beards? It's referred? I don't know. So, in, I can't think of another word. So this is um, this whole idea of, of 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 free will, right? Like Calvinists will, you know, most commonly probably you probably hear Calvinists say things like, "Well, I don't believe in free will," but it all depends on how you're defining your terms and what you mean by them. Because, yeah. um, you know, Jonathan Edwards wrote a, a classic on the freedom of the will. Um, Martin Luther wrote uh, a great book on bondage of the will. Yeah, and so in one sense, we can say that um, you are free to choose uh, whatever you want. You are free to choose and your choice will reflect your nature. Yeah. Um, but who are we talking about? Are we talking about mankind before the fall? Are we talking about mankind after the fall? Are we talking about mankind after the resurrection? Mm. Um, and if we're talking about mankind today, uh, are we talking about non-Christians? Are we talking about Christians? So... Like the will really is just the mechanism by which we choose one thing or another. Yeah. But what moves the, the will is the heart. Yeah. Is the, the nature. Right. It's like it comes from within like the, what, what this choice is, is going to be. So like, uh, you know, we might choose one cigar over another or one car over another, or you will choose a, a potential um, spouse, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, one over another. Well, it's not like you had many. Come on now, Joe. Oh, but I, no, I, no. By the grace of God, you received. You, you see Jen. my wife? You see my wife? I have. Yes. She's she fine. Yeah. She is a beautiful woman whoa, that loves whoa, the Lord. Whoa. This is getting uncomfortable. What? Why are you talking about how hot my wife is? That's I, weird. I said beautiful. There's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Beautiful. That, that means the whole The package. whole person. The whole person. Oh, the whole. Clackety clack. The whole package. <laughs> <laughs> Her righteousness at all. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, 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 I didn't, I don't, when, when you have, when the one choice in front of you, it's sort of like, I, I could, I could worship multiple different gods, mm -hmm. right? False gods, but then there's Jesus. Why would I, I don't mm -hmm. need any other choices. Mm -hmm. So I have, I, have I love how you pretend. Jen. I love how you tried to like pretend like you had a plethora of choices. Are you kidding me? I was at Moody Bible Institute, Moody yeah, Bridal Institute. Yeah, never mind. Never lots mind. of ladies. They were there. all out there. You know what's funny? They, they were is, thirsty. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, we're gonna get back to this in a second. So when I was at Moody, um, I, I there were like a couple of different girls that I thought were really interesting and cool, mm -hmm. um, and I was you know like I I might want to date them because they they're like definitely spousal material. Yeah, yeah. And so there were these two girls in particular. You saw their love for the Lord and their zeal for righteousness. 
that was actually a big part of it. Yeah. Um, one was really attractive and one was just, you know, rather, I would say, honestly, plain looking. The more I got to know that that one girl, uh, the more beautiful, to use your word, she became because I saw her character. And so I was like, these are, cool. you know, at two different times, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. So um, I tr tried to like sort of get to know them a little bit and nothing was working. And I was like, okay, forget it. And then Jen and I connected and hit it off and everything was great. Yeah. And then after that, that's when those girls were like, hey, Joey, what's up? You want to hang out? Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. That's that's what's but you're you're forgetting a, a very interesting part of the story. Mm -hmm. Jen wasn't into you. No, not at all. No, no, no. You were in the friend zone. Oh, I was. You were yeah. on the outside friend zone. That was, yeah, yeah, definitely. But that's a story for another time, Jimmy. Yeah. No, you just had to. You had to work your way God, in. Yeah, that uh, God had to overcome her hard heart. <laughs> no, we'll read about no, no, that. Yeah. God in, uh, had to give her four. fresh eyes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he had to blind her. <laughs> okay, so. So what we do, what we choose, mm -hmm. we make those choices based on our own desires, on yeah. our own nature, and um, we're not forced to do it. So what this means is, is even though we've looked, you know, I think it's chapter three in the 1689, uh, even though we've talked about the decree of God and how he causes all things to work together Correct. for his glory and our good and all of that, um, what we do in space and time, in our lives, in history, we do because we want to do them, um, but... They are also happening in accordance with God's predetermined plan. And yes, we claim some level of mystery here. We don't know how all yeah. that works, but we affirm what scripture says. Um, so, all right. What about um, paragraph two? Paragraph two. Man in his state of innocency. Innocency. Yeah. Innocency. In an, innocency. Innocency. Had freedom and power to will and to do that which was good and well-pleasing to God, but yet was unstable so that he might fall from it. Mm -hmm. Oh. So, so now we're, talk, we're talking pre-fall. Man right. in his state of innocency. Yeah. So before sin came into the world, uh, the will of man was not constrained by a sinful nature. Yeah. Uh, he could and did choose to do good. Yeah. Adam and Eve were righteous before the Lord, worshiping him, loving him, loving each other. We have no idea how long it was. Yeah, this uh, probationary period. Exactly. And so there is a um there there's a there's a there's a series of Latin phrases that people use uh to talk about it. Um Augustine I think was the one who actually started talking about uh the will um in the various uh states of, okay. of of humanity, right? Do you happen to remember those? Or? Yep. Oh, okay, good. So it's passi non peccari, passi peccari, non passi non peccari, and non passi peccari. Oh, good right. intake. Yeah, you're well. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I almost said you're welcome. <laughs> you know, I, was yeah, like, oh. I don't know why I said that. All right, so passi non peccari means that it was possible not to sin. And okay. passi peccari means it is possible to sin. Okay. So this is Adam and Eve, right? Yeah. It was possible for them not to sin, but it was also possible for them to yeah. sin. Yeah. And why was it possible for them to not sin? Well, because they had this natural liberty uh, before fall to, well, yeah, to not sin. They had free will. They had free will and their heart was not corrupted right so they they it was possible for them not to sin because there was no sin in them yet yeah. but it was also possible for them to sin why why would it be possible for them to sin if they didn't have sin in their hearts uh, because they were within that probationary period and there was the opportunity mm -hmm. to sin there was still they may not have been sin in their heart but there still was temptation right 
by the enemy. Exactly. And so, um, you know, I think it's, uh, un- it said that we were unstable is what it says here in paragraph two. Yeah. Right. Mankind was unstable. Uh, another word that's commonly used is mutable. We were like, God is immutable. He does not change. He does not he change. Does change. Not, yeah. But we could change. We can change. Yeah. We do change. And so this, uh, this state of innocence, this probationary period was, was delicate because God gave us a will that, um, and, and the ability to choose uh, and put us in a context in which temptation would be ripe. So um, it was possible for Adam and Eve not to sin. It was also possible for them to sin. Mm-hmm. Both were possible before the fall. Yeah. Now, so that's like the freest state humanity has ever known so far. Yeah. That, that, so when we talk about do we believe in free will? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and and, and in, the, in, the, in the grandest sense before the fall, right? Yeah. Like that's – but things things change yeah. um, after the fall in paragraph three. Yeah, before, but yeah, but one of the things that I loved is, the, the, like you said, they had the opportunity, mm-hmm. right? There was the opportunity to sin, the opportunity not to sin, and our listeners, you've got that opportunity as well. You've got this opportunity to glorify point. God. That's a good point. Or or an opportunity to to sin by missing out on what's going on over at selfwire.org. Selfwire.org, man. I mean. I, we we love our sponsors. Yeah. Right. And we only work with sponsors that we like, that we believe in. That pay us money. That pay us what what? They oh. pay they pay us money? Yeah. Uh well, I didn't know about this. No, no, what no. Happened? I ain't seen any money. Well, maybe uh, I told you you get I want access to the bank account. No, you cannot have All right, access. So <laughs> uh a lot of our listeners already know about uh Selfwire. And um if you don't know, let, let, let's just we just want to tell you yeah. why you should listen to Selfwire. And and the reality is, and is why we love us some Paul Maxwell. Dr. Paul Maxwell. DP. Mm. So um, we don't listen to a ton of Christian podcasts. No. I I don't listen to sermon podcasts. No. I don't – I don't listen to nothing wrong with them. It's just no, they're I'm great. Not, like, they're yeah. super valuable. I, I think there's a, there's a lot of Christian podcasts out there. There's a, most of them are not very interesting. Um, some of them are some of them are interesting. Uh, we don't listen to a lot, but there is one that we do listen to, and that is Paul's yeah. Doctor Paul's Selfwire. Love um, Selfwire. Selfwire. How would you describe it? Yeah, I mean, uh, Doctor Paul is smart. I mean, he's very he's intellectual. He's a philosopher. Uh, He's a theologian, and I love that he he has this he engages mm-hmm. in these topics from an from a Christian perspective, almost in the style of like like Joe Rogan and and Ben Shapiro, kind of like that whole dark web. Yeah, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah. And so if if you like that approach, you're definitely gonna want to check out Selfwire. And what's cool about Selfwire is frequently you'll have the podcast, an article, and a video. Um, so definitely go to um, his YouTube channel, subscribe, uh, go to selfwire.org, uh, go to iTunes, get all that stuff. You can just go to selfwire.org for all of that. But here's the thing. Paul is giving away he's – he's sponsoring the whole month. Yes. And so each week, uh, Paul is giving away a pretty awesome and important set of books. Oh. A different set each week. Yeah. Week number one, he's giving away the ESV Reader's Bible. Do you have that? Mm-mm. No, not I, not this not this one. I have the ESV Reader's Bible. No, they gave. I, yeah, I got the. Uh, you know, oh, you got the yes the the, the soft cover. What yes, is it? I got the whatever. paperback. Yeah, see, like I got the I got the, I got the leather like the cowhide overboard with the walnut case. I don't have that. That's no. what Paul's giving away. Paul's oh, giving away 
the ESV Reader's Bible. It's a six volume set. So it's it's the entire Bible verse numbers stripped out so you just read it like yeah. it, it, it's really easy to read it's a real it's a fresh way to read the scripture but this thing is beautiful it comes in this dark walnut uh case and it's got these leather bound hardcover books in there it's amazing paul's giving that away so if if you want to enter you got to go to selfware.org slash giveaway okay you got to enter your email there and you got to share that page on social media bam every platform that you share the page will count as an extra entry into the giveaway and if you don't win you can always try again next week. He's going to be giving away more great books, and it's going to be uh, theological tomes yeah. and sets uh, week two, three, and four. So make sure when you share on social media, you uh, you you tag it with the hashtag uh, #selfwire giveaway. hashtag #selfwire giveaway. That way, you can find it, and your entry is there. Awesome. All right, so Jimmy, we're moving on to paragraph three of the 1689 chapter yep. nine where we talk about or where the confession begins to talk about man's uh, fall into sin and what happened to our spiritual condition. All right, you want to read that? Sure. Man, by his fall into a state of sin, has wholly lost all ability of will to any spiritual good accompanying salvation. So as a natural man, being altogether averse from that good and dead in sin, is not able by his own strength to convert himself or to prepare himself thereunto. So this is important because a lot of new Calvinists get this wrong, um, and a lot of opponents to Calvinism get this wrong yeah. in terms of what Reformed theology actually teaches. So first, when Adam and Eve fell into the state of sin, humanity as a whole, in in altogether, we wholly lost all ability of will to any spiritual good accompanying salvation. Yeah, we've in Adam we've all sinned. And that sin has brought about a spiritual kind of death. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a corrupt, separation, right? Separation from God. Uh, it has. We now have a sinful nature, which means a heart that is no longer inclined to God. Yeah. It is inclined towards self. Mm. It is inclined towards sin. Mm. It's almost like that will, that free will, is now gone. You're you're in bondage. Yeah. Your 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 will is now bound, but it's bound to yourself. Right, it, like you're you're still free to do what you want to do. The problem is you don't want to do what is pleasing to God. Now, it's it's important to note that it says that that we have lost all ability of will to any spiritual good accompanying salvation. Mm. So this does not mean that that sinners in the world are incapable of doing any good. Yeah. Of course, people can do good. Now, there's, it, a lot, there's a lot of non-believers that that do great, great things. Yeah, they're great people. Yeah. Now, of course, yeah, people are gonna say, "Well, Jesus said no one is good but God." Yes, he's speaking absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's speaking spiritually, and so yes, spiritually before God, no, we, we're not going to do any good. But in this world, relatively or civilly, as some of the theologians would say, we can do good. The Boy Scouts can help an old lady across the street yeah. if he dares to identify her as an old lady. Um, <laughs> well, done. I'm just saying, well, I'm just done. saying, what can you, well, done. are the Boy Scouts even a thing anymore? I don't know what's going well, on. Well, it's looking like their, 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 their numbers are decreasing <sighs> quite a bit. Everything's crazy. It's our society. Right. So, um, but yeah, like I, I frequently say my dad is, uh, the best man that I know. Yeah. He was the best man at my wedding, not because I didn't have close friends, uh, but because he's the best man that and, I know. And because Fofo wasn't there. Yeah, that's true. If if Jimmy was there, then I'd be like, sorry, guys. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> sorry, Dad. Dad, can you be an usher? Yeah. <laughs> you be a backup usher, Dad? And you know what? Jim would be like, that, that's Joe's dad. Jim would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
See, like the way Dad talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it's fine. Yeah, 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 Relatively, I don't feel like I have to always put relatively in front of it as a modifier. But no, but you do. You because do have people, to because people take what you say. Right. So um, so this isn't saying that people can't do any relative good, but they can't do any spiritual good accompanying salvation. So a natural man, right? Now, this is the, the sinner before conversion, is altogether averse from that good. Yeah, that, that and, spiritual good. And works it, done by faith. Dead in sin, Right is not able by his own strength to convert himself oh. or to prepare himself thereunto. There's a whole oh, that's thing a, we could get into on in preparation uh, for conversion. Um, so, Jimmy, how would you explain this to somebody? Like, you don't have the strength to convert yourself. What does that even mean? I, I would say that means uh, you are not able by your own works or abilities, uh, by your own strength and intellectual prowess, uh, to make yourself righteous and holy before God. Yeah. Can't make yourself acceptable. Yeah. Um, God has to do the work. And so, like, yes, you, you know, we can say that. So, so are, are men free today? Well, relatively free. We, yeah. we can do what we want to do. Um, one of the books that we push a lot is The Reformed Doctrine of Predestination by Lorraine Bettner. Yeah. And Lorraine Bettner said something like, um, uh, a bird with a broken wing, right? Um, it, it's free to fly. It's free to fly. Yeah. It, it just, it can't because its wing is broken. Mm. Um, so the sinner, right? The natural man, uh, well, you're, you're, yeah, sure. You're, you're, you're free. You're, you're not, uh, you're not held back against your will, from believing in Jesus, yeah. but your heart is broken. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't work. Like, no. So your want to, your desire is not going to go there. God has to first fix your desire. Yeah. He's got to call you. I mean, look at uh, John six forty four. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws mm, him. Yep. Yeah, and this is uh, like in Titus chapter 3, uh, verses 3 through 5. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. Mm. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, right? I mean, Amen. that, and, and, and when he saved us, um, it's not because of any works done by us. No, it's, it's it, not, a, not anything good in us. Right. It's according to his own mercy. Titus, uh, Paul says here to Titus, uh, by the washing of regeneration. Mm. So that's what we're going to talk about next week as we're getting into this, um, is, is how that works. So as we, as we're kind of looking at, at this idea, right, that we're free agents, we do what we want to do. We do what is in accord with our nature. And before the fall, it was possible not to sin. Um, also before the fall, it was possible to sin. So mm -hmm. posse non pecari, posse pecari. But after the fall, non posse, non pecari. Which? Not possible not to sin. Oh. Uh, you, well, you, it's impossible for you to not sin. All of the descendants of, of Adam, uh, we are slaves in our nature to sin until we are regenerated. 
Until the Spirit of God works in the heart of man. Right. And then it is more of a passe non picari in a practical sense. Possible not to sin, not entirely, but in certain situations. Yeah, which we'll get into into more next week. And then, yeah, final state, we'll talk about non passe picari. So, Jimmy, um, what is this? How, how does this inform us? What are these doctrines of, of you know, the free will before the fall, uh, and most probably most relevant, uh, are the state of the human will and the human heart after the fall? What relevance does this doctrine have on our lives today? Yeah, I mean, it should lead us to adoration for our God, uh, who, despite our unwillingness and our inability uh, uh, to glorify Him, to seek after Him still by his grace and mercy draws us to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that should inform our worship, our, our, our devotions, our, our praise for our God, the salvation uh, that is only possible by his interceding, his work mm-hmm. in our heart and in our lives. Now, think about all of the historical accounts and the books and the movies when the hero comes in and sets slaves free, mm. you know, like Rambo. Rambo, yep. I'm thinking of like that last one. Yeah. Oh, that last one. He killing everybody. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was like desaturated except for the blood. <laughs> oh yeah. It was uh it was a it was a fun one. So yeah, uh we rejoice. We love the idea because you can imagine, right? You can imagine what it's like to be a prisoner of war, enslaved, uh oppressed, um tortured, and then somebody comes in and defeats the enemy and unlocks that cage and brings you home. That's brilliant. Well, in our situation, we are prisoners of our own war. We are prisoners of our own sin. So it's not even that an enemy has oppressed us. Of course, that is true. But we have oppressed ourselves. Mm. We have broken our own wings so that we cannot fly. And it, and God, in his grace and in his mercy, sent his son to be the redeemer that heals our wings, that unlocks the cage, that allows us to get out and then brings us home. So I think when you say that this should bring about great rejoicing, I, I think it requires us to think deeply about the state of our sin and mm-hmm. and the state that we were in before our conversion. We have to think deeply about that in order to really cherish what we have yeah. in Jesus. I also think that uh, this really informs the way that I think about evangelism yeah. and people that I'm sharing the gospel yeah. with because, you know, we're at the cigar shop or we're out, you know, in the city somewhere and we're, you know, in the neighborhoods and we're talking to people, family members, relatives, whatever. And I know, like I, I, I'm convinced from scripture, they do not have the ability mm. in and of themselves to make themselves acceptable to God. Uh, they need to believe, but I know that even that belief is not going to happen uh, unless God does something first. So I preach the gospel and God uses the gospel. It, that is what he uses. It's this means of grace, this preaching of the word. We share the gospel with people and that is what God uses to awaken the sinner, to change the heart, to heal them mm. in order to then respond to the gospel that is preached. So it, for me, it, 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 in a sense, it puts me at ease. Yeah. Like I know I just, I just need to preach the gospel, but it also, uh, creates within me uh, a, a felt need to pray for God to do his part, because I know that's the only way it'll get done. And along with that, uh, we should then be more patient. Yeah. Right? Like we should be, uh, it's easy to get discouraged, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to get discouraged when, especially with a family member, when you're 
proclaiming the gospel, sharing the gospel over decades. And they right? just don't get it. They, yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> oh, they're just never going to get it. How can they not get it? It's so obvious. Yeah. And so, like, there should be this, like, this compassion, right? There yeah. should be this compassion for them and this earnest desire to continue to proclaim the gospel uh, and patience in knowing that God's timing is perfect. Right. Uh, and God's God's will is perfect and that uh, his spirit at the right time will draw his own to himself. You know, one of the things that I, I, I really do believe is something that the Puritans um, wrote a, a lot about, and it definitely it was reflected in the way that they preached the gospel and did evangelism. And that is that God prepares a soul to be converted. He prepares an individual to enter the kingdom. So God is at work in people before they believe. Yeah. And so here at the, at the very end of paragraph three, that uh, a sinner is not able by his own strength to convert himself or to prepare himself thereunto. It doesn't mean that preparation doesn't happen. It's just that God prepares the soul for yeah. conversion. Yeah. So you can read the art of man fishing by uh, Boston, for example. Or uh, Sol- band. Solomon Stoddard. Oh, it is a good band. Uh, Solomon Stoddard. Um, uh, what is it called? Solomon Stoddard preparing. Uh, Coming to Christ, I think is what it's called. Solomon okay. Stoddard. So anyways, um, we'll link to some of those books in the show notes because, um, yeah, God is preparing. And so the, the, I, I thought about this because you're talking about be patient because God is at work. And sometimes the preparation of God takes a long time. Some people, listen, one of the things that Puritans would say is that nobody is – Nobody comes to Christ in, a, in an instant. It's like they have to hear the gospel. They hear the law and the gospel. Uh, they're convicted of their sin. They're going through all these things. Some people might take a week. Some people might take a year. Some people might take 20 years. Yeah. But let God do his work. You be faithful and then trust God to do his thing. Yeah. Well, you know, big thanks to Selfwire for uh, sponsoring the podcast for the month of January. Make sure to head on over to selfwire.org slash giveaway. And, you know, sign up with your email and share the giveaway online using the hashtag uh, Selfwire uh, giveaway. giveaway. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online, Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head on the website, DrDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoFoStore.com and grab some gear. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content when available. When, you know, when we will it. When we have, when we, by our own free will, we'll will it. We'll will it. If the Lord wills. If the Lord wills. Yeah. But if we will, or the Lord wills. Listen, I got a plan for the video. Stay oh. tuned. Oh, oh, well, you know what? You can make plans, but it's the Lord that directs the path. All right. Can we, can we wrap it up now? No, I, I want to keep this. You want, awkward, you want to keep this? This is awesome. Awkward, People love awkward this. Awkward moment right here. It's great. We're just kind of staring at each other across the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People, it's good pod. You complete me. This is good pod. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle can't. Oh, stop it later. Later.